hey guys hope you're doing well um welcome back hope you're having a good tuesday uh as i said last week as promised i'm going to talk about self-love and self-respect and self-confidence all about the self this week um yeah last week i talked about achieving your dreams and getting things done getting that life that you want to have and being your best being the best version of yourself and um you know just turning your dreams into a reality because ultimately I do think that anything is possible and if you put your mind to it anything is possible and anything can be achieved so this week is a bit of a follow-on from that because ultimately if you want to achieve your dreams you've got to have self-love self-respect and self-confidence and they're all to me a bit different um obviously they're all contributing to the same cause which is yourself but um they all have a slightly different meaning to me um and I want to talk about this because you can't you it's just not possible to achieve your dreams if you don't have this foundation you need these three things to be able to do what you hope to do um you have to have love and respect and confidence in yourself to be able to do the things because ultimately you are your own cheerleader and you need to have that foundation um to get where you want to be so that's what I'm going to talk about today and hopefully it's super motivating um and we'll all feel super good about ourselves after this I'm sure but um yeah that's what I'm going to talk about today but before I get too uh deep into that I just want to talk a bit about my own personal journey in these things um of course everyone has their own journeys and people um start to I don't know people learn to respect themselves and love themselves and have confidence in themselves in at different times in their lives um these things can go sort of like ebb and flow in your life and sometimes parts are uh stronger and some parts are weaker so I mean you can have um let's say a lot of self-confidence but maybe not so much self-love so that's what I want to just talk about my experiences um because that's sort of how I feel my experiences up until kind of recently have been so yeah let's just talk about me (laughs) um and I'll talk about my experiences so growing up I was always I'm actually quite a shy kid I don't know if you listened to the episode about childhood but yeah I'm actually quite a shy person which I know a lot of people are very shocked by and everyone thinks I'm like the most confident being in the book but I'm really really not um I actually was very shy I remember um whenever we'd like me and my parents meeting people on the like street on the pavement I'd always like hide behind them I'd never talk I didn't talk to my cousin when he came over to stay um I literally just didn't talk to people um and I've kind of always had that aspect to me I feel like I've always been quite I've always been very happy in my own company, I think. Um, But yeah, when I was a child, I was quite shy. And ultimately what I've learned is that 
you've you can I'm still shy like I actually still am um in certain situations I can be very shy but I've learned confidence and I think that was the first thing I learned um I'd say I learned confidence it was definitely um maybe during like year seven year nine-ish time um when I moved to my secondary school so when I went to my secondary school I I remember walking into the drama block and there was like we had this amazing theater which seated like 300 people and it was amazing and it literally looked like a west end theater and I just thought to myself I've got I've got to be part of this like this is so amazing this um like my school literally has a theater what the hell um you know coming from like a little uh primary school there was 14 of us in the year to this like theater that was huge and had like all the special sound effects and had all the mics and the lights and it was amazing um and I remember I just thought I had to be a part of it so I think that was kind of the reason also um kind of the reason why I like increased my confidence was through drama because drama ultimately is the weirdest thing you're ever going to do honestly people in drama are the oddest but most confident people in the entire world because they own vulnerability do you know what I mean it's do you know how embarrassing it is to like pretend you're like a dog in front of like 300 people and just being that vulnerable is very powerful um I think so I will say that part of my confidence came from doing drama and basically just like decreasing my ego because like drama, the best actresses and the best actors, um, I'm not saying I'm one of them at all. I'm definitely not. But people like Dame Judi Dench and Olivia Colman and Helen Bonham Carter, they own being vulnerable and being weird and accepting that like they're going to have to put themselves away for a bit to be able to play a different character and you're going to have to just do what that character wants to do if that character wants to be crazy has a crazy laugh or cries all the time that's who they are and you're just going to have to do that and although it's you ultimately because you're acting as them you're going to have to do it and it's embarrassing but having that confidence to do that um yeah I think drama really gave me that sort of confidence because I had to do some odd things in front of a lot of people. And I think that definitely grew my confidence. Um, And also I wasn't confident doing them, you know, as in I was sweating buckets when I was doing it and I was so scared and nervous before every performance or whatever, before every um, drama exam, before every drama lesson, I was nervous, but I pushed myself and I had to overcome that fear. And I knew I had to overcome that fear. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm still a shy person. I think I always will be. I actually am quite introverted, but I've kind of learned how to be confident. And that's the same with self-respect and self-love. Those two things definitely took a lot longer for me to to develop. I think I had, I've always had a bit of self-confidence in myself. Um, I've always been quite good at being my own cheerleader and pushing myself um, and overcoming fears. I've always enjoyed overcoming my fears and I've always I don't know it gave it gave me adrenaline 
to um to do drama and other things that scared me like um doing talks at school or whatever all of them scared me but you've just got to not show people that they scare you you know what I mean anyways so that's my uh like experience with self confidence self-love and self-respect definitely came a lot later I would even say it only came this year um I like many people have didn't have any really self-respect or self-love myself for me self-love is like knowing okay the difference for me is self-respect is like doing things out of the best interest for yourself because you respect yourself so it's more like the art of saying no is respecting yourself is saying no I don't want to participate I don't want to do that because I know that's not what I do or it's more like rejecting things that you don't want in your life self-love is bringing in things into your life for me that's what it is for me so both these things I really didn't have a grip of um until probably I'm gonna say just like the last six months I have really changed my perspective on myself and also my perspective on others and it comes with both although it's all about self-respect and self-love it also is um it also requires an ability to be uh respective respecting of others um and loving others comes with self-love and self-respect you know how people say that you can't love someone else until you love yourself that is so true and I've really realized that this year and ultimately you're not going to have the right people in your life and the right foundations as I always go on about <laughs> but you're not going to have that if you don't find it within yourself and you know a really big positive of this whole like lockdown corona thing has been like my uh has been the time that I've had on my own because I've been able to reflect on the things that I've done in the past and the choices I've made and I've realized that I had no respect for myself and no love for myself um and I completely I think changed it around I mean I'm definitely not in a perfect place and I'm not saying I'm a perfect person at all um but I'm really proud and I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm really proud of the progress that I've made this year on myself um and I know this comes with I don't know I do think part of it comes with age and I do think the fact that I didn't find that when I was 11 is something to do with me being 11 and having you know I have no experiences at 11 (laughs) um and now that I'm 19 I have some experiences and things that I've learned from um but of course people's journey in these things uh come at different times and it's important to respect that in others and people who have found it we need to bring those other people up and we need to help those people find it within themselves as well ultimately I only found my respect and love for myself because I was following the right people on Instagram I was listening to the right music I was listening to right podcasts I was watching the right things on YouTube that made me inspired and made me believe in myself and made me respect myself before literally when I was 13 I was following all these like skinny models who walked in Victoria's Secret and who 
you know, like Bella Hadid and all those people. Sorry, I know I always hate on Bella Hadid and I really don't mean to, but I feel like she's just like the epitome of beautiful model doing everything right in her life. So um, I always use her as like the face of all models. But what I'm saying is I was following a lot of models and following a lot of people who I saw nothing in myself. You know, I was looking at these people and I was like, I'm nothing like them and I have no... I'm, I need to change is basically what I was thinking when I saw these pictures of these people. Then when I changed all those people that I was following and changed it to people who I related with, people who were ambitious, people who had a body like mine, people who were short like me, people who weren't size zero, but also weren't size 14 because I'm just somewhere in the middle. I was following normal people and I was following people who I saw myself in. And that gave me the confidence and the love and the respect that I needed. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I feel like this year I've really changed my game and I'm so happy um, because I finally feel, it's weird, I finally feel at peace with myself. And to say that, I think, is a very rare thing to say. Because a lot of people are having inner struggles, inner turmoil that a lot of people don't know about. You can literally be going through something and literally no one knows. Um, and people are very good at faking it. With social media, people are very good at pretending they're all happy. Of course, most people are happy most of the time. But, you know, I look back at pictures this time last year when I really wasn't happy. And I look at these pictures and I'm, of course, I've only saved like the pictures of me having a good time. So I look back at these pictures and I honestly feel like I have like some memory, like dysmorphia or whatever, because I'm looking back at these pictures and I'm so happy and so smiley and I have so many friends, whatever, and having so much fun. And then I'm like, did I even have a bad experience? Because I'm looking back at these pictures and it looks like I'm having loads of fun and I was really happy. Even like it's me looking back at me and I can't even recognize that I was unhappy. Do you see what I'm saying? So imagine looking at, you know, looking at some model who appears happy. They're even more detached from who you are and they seem so happy that you're, you know, 99.9% going to believe that they're happy because they're acting that happy. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know how to explain it, but I guess looking back at these pictures of me being really happy and not recognizing, um, I don't know, I have a distorted memory of those times now because I look back at those pictures and I'm so happy, but in my mind, I remember I wasn't happy. So I guess people are just very good at faking it. And a lot of people could be going through things um, that you don't know about. So just having... Um, I don't know. I feel like I always was never, I don't know. I just wasn't, although I was like, liked being on my own, I didn't know myself, you know, and taking that time to know yourself and figure yourself out. It does take time. It does take, I don't know. It does come with age, but it's so great when you get there and you can take steps to get there. You know, I, although I say that it comes with age, it was partly because I was investing my time in the right things and investing my time to make myself better because I wasn't doing that before. And then when I actually invested time in my mental health, when I invested time in good things and the right things for me, 
then I became a better person. So what I'm saying is you can uh, start this journey today. You can do it today, guys. You can be the um, best version of yourself right this very second if you choose the right things. I feel like that was just the most random rant. Um, Okay, I feel like I was trying to talk about myself and then I went and started like giving advice and stuff. So I'm going to have a music break and we're going to come back and collate our thoughts on this. And we're going to change our lives and you're going to be the best version of yourself and you're going to be so happy and I know you can do it. So uh, yeah, let's have a music break and then we'll talk about this in a bit.
met your girl, you didn't have no shoes But now you're walking around like your front page news You've been awful careful about the friends you choose But you won't find my name in your book of who's who's I said, I'm not your stepping stone Okay, girly pops, here we are. We're back again. Um, okay, so let's talk about what I was saying before. So self-confidence, self-love and self-respect. I kind of touched a bit about how uh, I've had experiences with those three things. Um, and now I guess I'm going to give advice. I mean, I don't know. I'm really not in the right place to give advice. Like I'm really, I know as much as you do, but I feel like hearing someone say it to you, like me saying this to you might I don't know, might make a change in your life. So anything to help each other, right? Okay, my first mantra for literally self-confidence, self-love and self-respect, but I guess most for self-confidence is fake it till you make it. Guys, that mantra or whatever that saying is so, so true. It's so true. If you just fake it, you're going to make it one day. Um, And I actually have a little story about that. I actually, last year when we had tutorials at uni, I was super nervous going into my first geography tutorial. I don't know if you guys do geography, but people who do geography are actually really intimidating. Um, So I was super nervous. And before I went in, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fake it. I'm just going to pretend that I'm super confident, even though I'm sweating like a pig. And um, I'm just going to go in and pretend that I'm like this super confident person because no one knows me. Like, who cares? I'm just going to pretend that I've always been confident. And I literally like, I'm so like chill with myself. So I go in. I act super confident. Okay. I'm literally like answering all the questions, doing all the eye contact, doing all that malarkey. And because I set that bar for myself every week, I had to live up to that bar. But then it came to a point when after like a month, I didn't even have to pretend like I literally, that was just who I was. Um, and I had just become that. And I remember really vividly, in like two months in or whatever, me and this girl in my tutorial called Lou, hi Lou, if you're listening, um, we went to get a pret and she said, God, the first time in that tutorial, that first tutorial, you were so confident. Like I literally thought you were so confident. And I was like, okay, honestly, Lou, I'm literally not confident at all. And I was just faking it all. Um, And she was like, yeah, but I think now you are confident because you faked it so much that now you are, and you actually have become what you wanted to be, which is confident. And I was like, God, maybe I am confident now. You know, maybe I faked it for like seven years and now I actually am. Um, And I think that's true. I really do think that's true. So you've got to fake it till you make it for self-confidence. And self-confidence is also the belief in yourself. That's really also what comes down to it is believing in yourself. You've got to think you can do it. You've got to think you 
have the power and you have the ability to do it. And all these things are in your mind. All these things are internal things, you know, no matter how much um, skincare or like, you know, massages or like self-care, like how many baths you take, it doesn't matter. It's all internal. Okay, like obviously you can take a bath and you can feel relaxed, but that's not going to, that's self-care, not self-love. So yeah, it all comes down to believing in yourself. And there's a lot of podcasts you can listen to for that. There's a lot of YouTubers that give great advice. Um, Watch people that you relate with, watch people who inspire you and make you a good version of yourself. Um, surround yourself with people who support you and believe you believe in you not believe you (laughs) Um, hopefully they believe you Um, but yeah so number one tip I guess is fake it till you make it just honestly like you got this guys like come on you just gotta fake it and one day you won't be faking it and it will literally just be part of who you are Um, that's my best advice for that self-respect I'm gonna do next okay so I'm a bit of a beginner in the self-respect department. Um, I didn't have good res- self-respect for myself uh, till this year, as I said. Um, the one thing with self-respect is, as I said, it's self-respect to me is about saying no, is about respecting your boundaries. When I was younger, even like this time last year, I had no boundaries whatsoever. I was literally like an open gate, like an open field. Anyone could walk in, anyone could trample around on it, anyone could um, do whatever they wanted in it. And that's kind of what I felt like until this year. I was just letting people in that I shouldn't have let in. I was accepting things that I didn't want to accept. I was being someone I didn't want to be. And the way that I changed that is that I created boundaries with myself. I really just reevaluated my life and reevaluated the people in it, the things I was doing in it, the way I was going. And I cut it all out. I was like, no, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. And I'm going down that road. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to cut that out. And that is what self-respect is all about. Self-respect is seeing that things aren't right for you and saying no to them. And honestly, the art of saying no is a real art. I have always been bad at saying no. Um, People have always said, oh, do you want to go to the shops? And I just always say yes. I just, I don't even think about saying no. I don't even think what I want. I just say yes. Because I'm like, well, out of politeness, I'm going to say yes. But the thing is, if you're always saying yes, when you say no, it's even more of a big deal when you say no. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if like people see, can see through who you are. And because I was always saying yes, People will come to me and would expect a yes. People will come to me and know that I would say yes because I always say yes and they know that I had no self-respect for myself. So they'd come to me, I'd say yes because they come to me because they they knew that I was going to say yes and then I and then of course I always said yes because I had no self-respect for myself. I don't know if that makes any sense. But um, when you always say yes, then when you do decide to say no, people 
take 10 steps back. You know, if you're saying yes and no, um, evenly 50, 50, you know, people come to you and they don't know if you're going to say yes. And people don't know if you'll want to do that. If, if you, people come to you and they don't know if you're going to say yes or no, that's a good thing. Because when you do say no, they go, ah, okay, well, she said no. But if they come to you expecting that you're going to say a yes, and then you say a no, they are so offended because you always say yes. You know, you've become this person that you always say yes. And if you're that person, people are so much more offended if you say no. Um, so ultimately, it's a vicious cycle. And you've got to create those boundaries and uh reevaluate those things in your life to find that respect. Um ah, sorry, this is really deep, but I'm kind of loving it. Um should I play some music because I've been talking and then we'll talk about self-love and wrap it up a bit. Okay, I'll see you in a bit.
So we've talked a bit about self-confidence. We've talked a bit about self-respect. So self-confidence is all about faking it till you make it. Self-respect is about putting up boundaries. Self-love, that is the toughest one. That is the hardest one in this capitalist 21st modern society. (laughs) But it is because people don't want you to love yourself. You know, society has been created in a way where you thrive. They um, like capitalism. Sorry, this is a bit sociology, but um, it's kind of like a sociology lecture. But I mean, I do sociology. So, I mean, it's bound to happen. But capitalism and society is based off your insecurities. You know, they feed off your insecurities. And ultimately, you can't really control that. I mean, that's always going to kind of happen. Uh, even I do it. I mean, I'm really into like visual marketing and stuff. And I know, and you know, people in marketing know how people respond to images. Um, and that's how a business works. That's how a business grows and is successful. So ultimately you can't really control that. People are always going to be like manipulating how you think, because that's the whole point of, uh, getting people to buy a product or getting people to, I don't know, do something that you want them to do is all about manipulation, isn't it? But 
you can find self-love in this society. And if you do, what an achievement, you know, if and when you do, because after you listen to this, you're going to find it. Okay, you're going to do these things so that you do find it. Um, But when you do, God, it's like the best feeling because everyone is against it. You know, the whole foundation of this world is against you loving yourself, really. Um, So when you find it, like kudos to you, because that is serious, serious uh, effort and time and patience with yourself. All of that is required to find self-love. Self-love, as I said before, to me is fine is letting things in so self-respect is about putting up the boundaries of things you don't want self-love is accepting things you do want and letting them come in and letting them in to your life um that to me is self-love self-love is also more um personal it's more intimate self-respect and self-confidence are more interactions with other people and how you interact with the world. Self-love is more your interactions with yourself, your time with yourself. It does take time. It takes a lot of time. And it does take time being alone. You've got to be alone because you've got to learn who you are. You've got to learn what you want, what you like, what your dreams are. That's what self-love is. Um, Very difficult to achieve. And I'm certainly not 100% there, but I think I've made a step and I'm super, super happy about it. And I believe you can too. I honestly do believe that you can if you put your mind to it and you've got to want it. That's what's important is you've got to want it. Ultimately, no one can teach you. I mean, I can rant to you as much as, you know, as much as I can, which I'm trying to. Um, And you still can agree with everything I'm saying, but not make a move. You've got to make those moves. You've got to put yourself first. You've got to um, want it. You've got to want to love yourself. That's how it all begins. I would say a great book to read for women, if you're listening, I feel like everyone who listens is a woman, um, is Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given. I read this book in a day and a lot of people have read it in a day. And to be honest, I'm a very slow reader. Um, but it's kind of like reading a magazine, I say to people, because it's got a lot of pictures and nice art. And to be honest, what she's saying is so captivating that you're going to read it super, super quick. But I super, super recommend this book. It is life-changing, ultimately life-changing. And when you read it, you're going to be like, why was I even putting up with all of this? Um, <laughs> like, why was I even putting up with this world? So read it and that can be your first step to self-love. I have never really talked about this um, ever, but I feel like it's important. Um, and I don't know, I feel a bit uncomfortable talking about it because I don't know, I just feel like it sounds a bit like a sob story, so I never really talk about it. And I know that pretty much every single woman on the planet is right now or has or will have an eating disorder. So that's a bit depressing, but having said that, helpful to talk about. Um, I guess I, I don't know, I don't want to get into it, but 
I didn't respect myself. I didn't have the love for myself. I didn't have all those things for myself. So I was eating disorderedly. Um, and the biggest thing for me has been changing that and changing that habit. And ultimately, all these things are habit. Everything is a habit. And if you're in a bad habit, you just got to get out of it. And it's going to take work and it's going to take time. But if you're in a habit of self-loathing and self-hating, you need to get out of that habit. You need to train, you need to retrain your mind. You know, being able to eat every single food group is a big achievement for me. Being able to work out without wanting to lose weight and instead working out for my mental health is also a big achievement for me. And I think everyone can relate to that. Um, And yeah, everyone's going through it. Everyone's, you know, don't, self-pity is the, my friend Georgia, love her, she said to me, self-pity is just such a waste of time. It's like, the most narcissistic thing you can do because it's the most unhelpful emotion. And she's so right. It is so unhelpful to mope around. Change it. You are in control of your life. You, it's your life that you're living. So you've got to put your mind to it and change it. Um, yeah, don't moan about it. Don't cry about it. That's what I was doing for a good three years. And then I actually did something about it. And here I am today. So, you know, moping around didn't change anything. It took action. Okay. I really enjoyed these last couple of podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this is helpful to someone out there. Um, And yeah, let me know what you think. Because um, I love to hear your guys' opinions. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. We've only got two more episodes left. Um, So if you have anything that you want me to talk about, then do let me know and I'll talk about it. But I think I'll end on a bit of music and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.
said no one has to know what we do His hands are in my hair, his clothes are in my room And his voice is a familiar sound Nothing lasts forever